0: Welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast, where two generations of owls, Michael the dad, me, and Hank the son, discuss the latest in movies, plays, books, video games, and more. Welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast. This is your co-host, Michael Owl, and I'm here with... Hank Owl. Hank Owl, how's it going, man?
1: Good. I'm doing... I am doing pretty well. We're almost a week out from the Oscars. I
0: know, and I feel like I have the... Back in high school, when I have a term paper due and I haven't done all my homework on it yet, I've I got some movies to
1: watch. I have seen all the Best Picture nominated movies, but as far as non-Best Picture nominated movies, yeah. I've only seen a couple.
0: Have you knocked out some of the ones with uh, that have like the most nominations? I even forgot which one. I have. That are. is
1: how I, ra- I ranked them by most nominations. And that's got
0: kind of, You worked on the list down like that. Mm-hmm. That was very smart. The next <laughs> next
1: one down that I haven't or I haven't already seen with the most nominations is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom.
0: I'm excited about that one.
1: So. And you may be thinking, didn't that come out like in November or October <laughs> and had a bunch of Oscar buzz even then? Why right. didn't you watch it then? And that's because we're terrible.
0: Procrastination nation. That's us.
1: It is. It is us. Uh, I hope to be able to get to another round, though, before the Oscars come.
0: I want to see that very badly. It has one of our dudes we like, uh, Mickelson. Uh Yeah, he's just a guy we like, right?
1: Yes, he is. And good news for... Uh, uh, Matt's Mickelson, that came out uh, this week, is he's going to be in the uh, fifth Indiana Jones movie.
0: Oh, that's cool. I like that. I, I, I'm, golly, I, I'm able to f- get fully, fully excited about that, I think, even with the whole disaster of the Chris- crystal skull. Yes. The fourth one. Yeah, I think they've
1: been doing a lot of new stuff for the movie recently. I think it's supposed to come out in 2022.
0: 2022? Okay, that's not too bad. That's not too far. I, I presume. I'm sure this, maybe they, they wouldn't have announced this. <laughs> I'm presuming he's the like the bad guy.
1: Oh, yeah. I would, I, he can play I would great imagine so. Guy. I yeah. mean, he's going to be... Mads Mikkelsen is very much a man around town right now. i love that. He was cast as uh, um, Grindelhopper. Grindelwald. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Harry, I'm a Harry Potter fan. I couldn't even remember his name. <laughs> um, In the Harry Potter movies, replacing Johnny Depp.
0: Okay, and then they didn't announce somebody else whose name I'm not forgetting. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Thank you, and she's going to be in that as well.
1: Female, female, female lead. You know what? Something I learned recently. What you got? Uh, actually, um, John Williams will be returning for this one, but you know who's not returning for this one?
0: Harrison Ford.
1: No, he is. Okay, but good. Steven Spielberg.
0: What? Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> what? Steven Spielberg's not directing it. Really? Yeah. Who is James Mangold?
0: Okay, he's a name who's done a lot, but yeah, I, we, I we like of...
1: him. We liked Logan.
0: Okay, he did Logan, oh, yeah, Logan. and the
1: Logan the Wolverine. other the other not so good Wolverine movie, and he did Ford v Ferrari. So he's he's a good he's definitely a good director.
0: Okay, well that's in, as I'm sure Spielberg's involved, right? Is he executive producing producer? Or like... Okay, cool. All right, well that should still be. Man, I hope it's good. I hope,
1: I hope, gotta so I hope it's good. It's got to be the final one. Is right? George
0: Lucas involved? Because he was involved originally in the the trilogy, (laughs) we can just forget the fourth one.
1: Yeah, story. It's credited for George Lucas is credited for story.
0: Okay, so that's all right. That's a good side.
1: And characters, obviously, and say the Lucas crowd screenplay will be written by Jonathan Kasdan.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, Who I I assume is related to Lawrence Lawrence Kasdan. Kasdan. I think it's Kasdan. Kasdan but I don't know that for sure. So I probably shouldn't have corrected you. What you never saw crystal
1: skull. Did you No, I have seen the first three. I've seen, um, the two good ones. Um, at least from what I've heard. One and three. Well, I've seen one and three all the way through. And then the second one, I think I've seen every bit of it, but not at one time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. to have movies like that too. It is not bad.
1: Um, you know what I found? I found a, a Metacritic. Um, Crystal Skull and The Last Crusade had the same score.
0: What? Yeah. You're just you're just killing me today. Is this true? Yes. That is so that's so weird. Maybe I don't know how Metacritic works or how I thought it worked. I, I mean, nobody see. liked Crystal Skull. Like critically or like and apparently box office. Critics of the time did not like <laughs> Last Crusade. I, I, that's really hard to believe. I loved Last Crusade. Very fun movie. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, good. Well, good for Mads Mikkelsen. Good and actually, for the franchise.
1: And fun fact: uh, Owl is actually the dog's name.
0: The dog's name is Owl.
1: <laughs> no, that was a joke about the Last Crusade. Dad. I don't get it. The the, do, the dog's name was Indy.
0: Yeah, Indiana. Dog's name is Indiana,
1: but I'm, and our podcast name is Owls on Culture. So the dog's name was that was a bad joke. Okay, it was a
0: bad, bad attempt at humor. No, I think I get it now. You're saying we should change our name to Indiana's on Culture. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what. That's where you're going with that, right?
1: <laughs> it is. It is exactly where I'm going. All right. With that. Okay.
0: That was so just over my head. My bet on that. I did not pick up on that.
1: All right. But what we're actually here to talk about is uh. Episode five of Falcon and Winter Soldier, the penultimate episode. There will be spoilers for the entire Marvel universe, the entirety, yeah. the entire Captain Marvel universe, the entire Brie Larson universe, <laughs> yeah. the Brie Larson cinematic universe.
0: Exactly. So this is episode five of six. What did you think? I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I
1: didn't not love it like I absolutely adored the last episode. But it's still continuing to be generally good. I'd describe this as a solid episode, not a great episode. What about you?
0: I think I liked it more than you. Um, I'm not if I'd call it a great episode. Actually, I I probably would. Of, 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 of just you know judging these five, I would say yeah, this is a great episode. It might be my favorite. Whoa! It just might be. I liked. Uh, I liked. Uh, like, brought some stuff back with like the racial issues. I liked. We got some questions answered. We also have some questions still remaining. Yeah, I just generally. Uh, I like this episode.
1: What did you think about that beginning action scene? Because I remember me and mom, or sorry, mom and I. Were uh, I mean, we didn't really like that beginning action scene too much. I feel like we both. We both almost made the same comment at the same time, which is the Family Guy Michael Bay parody joke. <laughs> yeah. It's like let's have an action scene with so many quick cuts, you can't possibly know what's going on.
0: Yeah, it did really borderline get there to me, to where like the, it was just a little too much going on, a little too much quick cutting. It's like, but, like they punch and then we cut to the hand and then we. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. And it, I thought it got really cool and raw with like. I mean, it got violent. You know, like spooky, violent, right? With like the oh yeah, I liked it when they when whatever. they took
1: the uh, they they broke the arm to get the shield out of the hand. I like
0: that. yeah, that's hardcore, man. So I certainly liked that part of it. I liked um, you know, it was fun seeing Super Soldier versus. I, I think I asked this last night, but Bucky is a Super Soldier? Question mark. Yes, he has the serum, and he has the arm. Yes. Okay.
1: He's a double threat.
0: He is a double threat, and Falcon has nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wings? No, he
0: had, his, he had wings. Well, he had his, no, wings. he had wings. He had wings. That's right, because they're cut. They're torn off in this fight. Yeah, they. He, good old yeah. John Walker broke them. Yeah, Super Soldier John Walker broke the wings. Yeah, I, yeah. I, so, uh, yeah, I liked. It. I thought it was a good way to begin the episode. You know.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting, and uh, I mean, I'm still a huge fan of the John Walker character.
0: I am, too, now. I'm liking it more and more, liking him more and more. And the, not the actor, but the character.
1: And then uh, we had the scene where he goes in front of the trial, and I, I enjoyed his rant and his, like, I am Captain America.
0: Yeah, I did, too. We, um,
1: But I did not like, like the you made me line at the end, because I feel like that that is a little bit hitting the nail on the head too much i feel like that that rant conveyed what the i made you made me line is also attempting to convey yeah
0: yeah i i think i was resistant to that i think you mentioned that last night and i was kind of but i think you're right on that i liked how thematically it ties to the fact that you know he is a you know they did make captain america like he was a super soldier serum experiment but with John Walker, he took the serum himself. You know, they made him a soldier, and he went off and did wonderful and horrible things, I'm sure, uh, that we don't know about. Um, I liked the hearing. We'd asked in like the last podcast episode, like, what do we thought the ramifications of him getting caught on the video? And I'm kind of glad they didn't do, like, a big like, around-the-world media coverage kind of thing where you see, like, a bunch of teenagers looking at the video and being like, oh, this is crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm, I thought they might do that. I'm glad they didn't. But I really liked the, the panel in front of the Senate uh, or the, you know, Senate subcommittee or whatever it was. And it realized, like, I liked his lack of reverence for this body. And I think I mentioned this, too, last night. You know, the older I get, the less respect I have for the actual individual senators. I still might respect, like, the body a little bit. But... You know the way politics is these days. Like, you know, to me, a senator is just some really ambitious person who wants power, and maybe that's horribly cynical to say.
1: And I think that that senator in the subcommittee had appeared before another Marvel. You know,
0: movies. I read that. Yeah, they didn't have. They doesn't have a name, but like he's been around. So I don't know if they're going to keep him and kind of develop him more as a character or not. But you know, I so I liked that senate uh, scene a lot. I, I liked the uh, you know to you. And then I loved what happened afterwards. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. We can talk
1: about uh, Dreyfus.
0: Yeah, Julia Louis Dreyfus. And I just... I mean, she... I guess when Seinfeld was going on, I guess I did not foresee her having this incredibly powerful, amazing career that she's had. She's had now three different television shows that have all done very well that she's been the lead. And I think she's won Emmys... For all of them, I think. Yeah, it's uh, Seinfeld, Veep, and. Well, it was the, was the New Adventures of Christine, which I confess is, you know, I didn't watch a single episode of, but I think she still won an Emmy for it. Like, or at least she was definitely still nominated. Um, I feel like I remember different speeches she's given, so I think she probably won for that too. And then Veep, which I watched a little bit of, but your mom watched all of and was hilarious when I watched it. Can I uh, completely.
1: Halt the momentum of the conversation for a second. <laughs> what I for forgot it. to do is tell us about the episode and who created it. <laughs> so this episode was called Truth, as in The Truth, Star of Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm so terrible with the jokes right now.
0: That was one, that not terrible.
1: It was directed by uh, Kari Skogland or Kari Skogland, who is the uh, series director. Uh, it was written by Dallin Musen, The TV itself was created by Malcolm Spellman. The character of Sam Wilson Falcon was created by Gene Colan and Stan Lee. The character of Bucky Bonds and Captain America was created by Jack Kirby and Joe Simon. And the character of The Winter Soldier was created by Steve Epting and Ed Brubacker.
0: Continue. Uh, ni- <laughs> nicely, nicely done. Um, so I, I did not foresee her having the career, but she was, was so cool to see her. And of course she was great. And she plays this woman, this countess, right? This kind of mystery countess who does have, she is in the comic books apparently. Um, and I love the fact that, like, someone's <laughs> like, so Walker's there with his wife, and she just kind of like, sits in between them and then like talks to both of them. His wife asks, like, who are you? And she hands her a, her a card, which is just such a cool move, and there, there's nothing on the card. <laughs> I mean, that's just <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> that. It's kind of hilarious. Although I, I was a little bit hesitant about that scene for seeing it because I. I don't know, it felt very very comedic. I was wanting something more dramatic.
0: Oh, I think it was both. I think they pulled off a great scene. I like lo- I really liked that one a lot. What happens next? Huh. I mean, we
1: see this is a little bit like a a break from the action. They've been benched as a uh, as Sam says it for uh, for both characters, and we see help out the boat. We see Sam go and have a conversation, which I found really interesting with uh, Isaiah from the second episode.
0: Yeah, I love they brought him back. That's such a cool story. This is the super soldier who is an African-American who responded well to the serum when everyone else, it seems like they did. And I don't know, this article I read does say it doesn't specify, but I think the general impression is, that most of these soldiers, these three hundred soldiers, they gave it to were you know minorities, African American probably, and because um, he you know he talks about the Tuskegee Airmen, you know the Red Tails being this kind of elite you know troop of African Americans back in the you know the country still even worse than you know treating them horribly. Uh, I loved that episode. I loved that aspect of the episode, and I thought they did that really really well. And I love his line about. You know, they would never let a black man be Captain America, and no self-respecting black man would be Captain America. Yeah, that was a great that line. That was such a good moment.
1: And I liked. to... Uh, that seems very poignant. I know it was meant to be released earlier with right now, with like the vaccinations going on. We talk about the hesitancy. I'm totally forgetting about it. What's the terrible thing we did to the people with the, the syphilis? Syphilis experience,
0: experiments in uh, Tuskegee.
1: Yeah, which has to which is part of the reason so many black like, people are hesitant about getting the vaccine so that felt very very, that, timely. That felt very timely and poignant completely and I'm sure it would have been poignant at any time because we're terrible but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was especially poignant now
0: yeah I thought that was really good and that actor just has such gravitas you know he's just um, I don't know uh, heavy is the word I think like I, that I associate uh, Carl Lumbly is the actor's name um he just has a great presence and you just feel indicted just looking at him and talking and it's pretty uh, pretty
1: powerful i thought and apparently he is also a captain like character in the comics I
0: feel oh yeah. like
1: that is not someone they invented for the show and i think even the younger person he has working with him or living with him at the house is also like a captain america uh, that's type cool. character
0: do you know if he's a captain like like in the 1950s and 60s, is that when they showed him, or they show him late in life, older? I think the the younger
1: person is a newer guy, and the older person is an older guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that, when it comes to the time periods that they were active, how surprising!
0: <laughs> yes, oh, that, make, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, so I kind of I kind of dug that. My um, guess is he won't be making another appearance, but that'd be really cool if he did. You know, I like how he's. You know, kept, um, Sam's like. Yeah, we got people need to know. He's like, no, people don't need to know. That's why I'm alive. Is that people don't know?
1: Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, that whole that whole that whole sequence in the house was fantastic.
0: Yeah, what did you think about uh, Zemo and Bucky and that kind of scene by the the memorial in Sokovia? Yeah, well, it's a good
1: callback to like the you've never been. Of course, you haven't.
0: Yeah, I thought that was cool.
1: Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed that scene and how. Zemo was fully expected to be killed and he didn't try to he didn't try to stop.
0: Did you think Bucky was going to okay. kill him?
1: No, no. And I think that the thing of the bullets dropping was in the first trailer from like three or so years ago or two years ago.
0: Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I have good memory on that. That's cool. Uh, I thought that was cool. Uh, it was interesting that they're not taking him back to Wakanda, though. They're taking him back justice, to the raft. Which is the underwater the prison,
1: prison he was in when thing just got out of. Wait, wait, or Am what? I wrong? <laughs> I, th- I might be wrong.
0: Oh, I didn't put those bat- two together. He's taking put- the Joker back to Arkham Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I didn't realize that he was, I guess I didn't realize he was in the raft. Or I, I could I, be completely wrong, by the way. Or I didn't. Okay, so the raft is where at the end of Civil War? Where Captain America comes back, he's no longer Captain America, but Steve Rogers comes back and gets those guys out of jail, that's the raft, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay.
1: I, I, it may not have been where he was before.
0: Yeah. If it, it's cool either way, but it's surprising to me that they're not facing, like he's not going to trial in Wakanda and then, you know, quickly executed. <laughs> yeah, like but Andy Circus. Maybe, maybe that will happen eventually. Yeah right. And when I swat, is that the do you think that's the last we see of Zemo? In this series, yeah, I bet it is. I mean, he might possibly have one
1: one. Maybe he'll be the he'll be the comedic end credit scene at the prison <laughs> that Marvel. I think Marvel always has the comedic one and the setting up for the next one. Yeah. one. Yeah. So maybe he'll be the comedic one. The raft watching the events of.
0: The only way I can see him coming back, not in like a mid or end credit scene would be if they needed like one key piece of information. So they go and like interrogate him one more time. But I, my, my guess is that, that he's done for the series other than like an end credit kind of thing. And thinking about Marvel's next slate, I don't know where he would appear
1: next. He might be done for Marvel Universe. I hope not. I enjoy his character. What did do you think Because well. did...
0: we, we also go ahead.
1: I was asking actually, maybe the same question. What do you think about the domestic stuff and kind of going back to the first episode?
0: I have to. I completely have to reverse my position earlier. I really liked it. You know, I it was I was worried it was episode one where like they go to the bank and all that kind of stuff. Yes. So that wasn't really appealing to me. It wasn't very interesting to me. Uh, I thought it was okay, but I didn't want it to be the whole series. And and they, I think they've put it just enough. I really enjoyed the community going together. I enjoyed the sister, their relationship. I enjoyed Bucky coming to help. Um, yeah, I I, like, I liked all of that. I like Look, how they, We need a montage. And I liked exactly... I like, again, because I have this big issue with Sam not being a super soldier. Like, how could he be Captain America? So they got him trained up. You know, they got him. We got a montage. We got throwing the shield. We got catching the shield. I still don't see how he wins against a super soldier who also had, you know, their own montage. We didn't get to see, um, you know, I'm sure they trained also. So, but yeah, you know, this now feels like, okay, this is legitimate. Like he's worked at it better. Maybe he will be a great captain America. Uh, I needed that montage.
1: And that's what that, the, that the suit has to be what's in the content box that he doesn't open for like two weeks. And
0: it's gotta be a suit. And somebody said it was probably a suit, um, a suit with wings too. They oh, bought, yeah, he probably got is, his wings back.
1: That is, I think the his suit in the comics does have the wings as well.
0: Alright, so that's gotta so it's gotta be a Captain America suit with wings.
1: Um So by the way, also if those break, then the Wakandans can send him new ones. Once again I will ask why doesn't everyone just have those <laughs> <Yeah>. wings? <laughs>
0: now, <that's, laughs> now it's even more like <laughs> of a great point. Like how come we all don't have these wings? I guess they're very, very, very expensive would be the answer. Um but yeah, that's a really, 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 really good the question. The same reason in
1: the Dark Knight trilogy, why no one just has Batman suits.
0: <laughs> what did you think of the scene with um, the former Captain America? What's his name? The, the guy who goes on to be a U.S. agent? John Walker. John Walker with his partner's family. Anything stand out to you with that scene?
1: Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. I liked how the, the, the younger member of that family seemed hesitant right. about him.
0: And that was to me such a good moment of storytelling and acting and directing, because she does it all with her eyes and with the camera angles and with when they cut to her. You know, let, like, let
1: me find that actor's name so we can.
0: Yeah, do that. Uh, so, because you know he's talking to the parents and they are, you know, upset, and then he lies to them about the, the guy he killed. But and, he
1: could also be lying to himself.
0: Well he knows that that I mean because 'cause doesn't isn't Carly morgenthau the one she throws Battlestar? like that's why he that's when he dies. I don't think he's lying to himself oh, I kind of got that
1: right? in the way he was explaining it it felt like he was lying to himself as well
0: see I thought he that's not that's not how that's not the impression I got I don't know if it's right or wrong. I got the impression that he is justifying his killing. This person to them in such a vicious, horrible way, even in public, because it's the person that killed Battlestar. And it looked like, again, the sister, just with lifting her head, giving him a look, communicated beautifully that uh, I don't believe you. Something's fishy going on here. I'm on to you. And I thought that was really pretty cool. Shania Hilton. Well, Shania Hilton nailed it.
1: Good job, Shania. Casting directors get more work to Shania Hilton.
0: Well, casting directors don't get the work. Directors should hire her. <laughs> we'll have a procedural conversation another time. Well, that's not what I meant. Never mind. <laughs> I, I think you. I think either
1: I said it wrong, but I meant to say it the right yeah, yeah. way, or you misunderstood what
0: I said. And I probably should have just not even said anything. But we digress. Let us continue. So, yeah, cool scene. Again, shows his depravity to me if I'm right on the line, or definitely shows his remorse either way. And uh, we get to see him later on in the episode. Yeah, we get to see. It. Let's let's
1: talk about the end credit scene right now while we're on the subject. Of let's Wyatt do it. Russell.
0: What's he doing? Who's in it, and what are they doing?
1: He's making his own shield out of his medals of honor.
0: Yeah, which I mean, I don't know what medals of honor like. What metals are made of? That, but it's not vibranium. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I don't know how effective that'll be. Is that um. A gold sword in Minecraft or something. Like that. It's pretty to look at, but not very effective.
1: And so he looks like he's going to be going full U.S. agent mode. Yeah. Where he gets his own suit, his U.S. agent suit, rather than a Captain America suit.
0: And he's a super soldier, and he's got an attitude. I wonder what his, like... What's he going to do with his broken arm, though? Should be healed, right? He's a super soldier. Does that help you heal fast? So I bet think you're time... thinking of
1: super speed.
0: <laughs> I bet I'm thinking of both, though. Like, I mean... You know, you don't think he's permanently, you know, going to walk around with a sling, right? No, I, I doubt that. But I feel like it, it takes more time
1: than maybe we've been seeing. But I could be wrong.
0: I bet for comic book reasons, he's fine <laughs> if he appears in the next episode, which I'm sure he will, right? Yes, maybe he's going so go to go to New he York wants now. What do you think? So he's going to be, you know, I imagine right, he still wants government. to kill all the Flag Smashers. Okay, yeah. So he's going to be going after them. Yeah. Do you think he's going to go after? Uh, Bucky and Sam as well are they probably enemies?
1: because they're the main characters,
0: yeah, but it's interesting we've got we've got multiple still in the last episode now coming up we've got multiple people who we could consider antagonists you've got you know the power broker, you know, which almost seems definitely now is agent thirteen because otherwise what is she doing yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah they, they haven't given her anything well, let's to, touch on that afterward okay, uh so you've got power broker. You've got Zemo, but Zemo's now in prison. You've got the Flag Smashers, Carly, Carly, is it Carly Morgenthau? Am I saying that correctly?
1: Carly Morgenthau is correct.
0: Thank you. And so you got U.S. Agent now. I guess he hasn't said that. And I, I wonder if he's going to be like, I'm U.S. Agent, or like, <laughs> or somebody's going to give him that name. Like, how does that work with evil people in their, I don't, their naming? I don't know. Because U.S. Agent's know. not a great Well, it's, it's U.S.A. A name. Gent. <laughs> Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> I get it. I get it. I wonder, like, who are you? And turns around. And he's like, I'm U.S. agent.
1: I'm an agent of the United States of America.
0: I mean, I, I am curious how that, or maybe they won't even address the name.
1: I doubt it. They need Cisco.
0: Ant-Man handled that very well, I thought.
1: <laughs> I don't remember where they gave the names
0: to. I heard like uh, I don't remember what which what it was. I think it was like Ant Man, but he's battling Sam, and he's like he was like yeah, you know Ant Man. Yeah, it's a, and I don't like the name, you know, because uh, some of the names in comic books are really awful to me. And I do like it when they just embrace the awful. Condiment like, Man, yeah, <laughs> very un, underrated uh, villain. Yeah, the C list Batman villain. <laughs> i don't even know if that's actually if you're making a joke i mean no I I'm, you're not, making a joke, I'm not i am making it that is, ad, that is an
1: accurate oh thing. my gosh they had a joke about it i mean i knew about the character beforehand but they made a joke about it in the look like, of batman movie that was pretty hilarious golly comic book reasons comic book names he shoots gun guns he's got a man he's got little guns <laughs> he's got one gun that's ketchup and one gun that's mustard
0: please say you're kidding i don't think i am <laughs> How come we don't see him on, like, Dragon Con cosplays, like, all the time?
1: And we should be the first.
0: <gasps> Does he have a sidekick? No.
1: Darn. I don't <laughs> think he's big enough to have a sidekick.
0: Probably not.
1: The condiment man. Oh.
0: oh. Oh. That'd be fun. We, like, go up to people, like, would have hot dogs, like, <laughs> and they haven't had a chance to put any condiments on and We just bum rush them and put, like, ketchup and yeah. mustard on them.
1: Exactly. Falcon, the Winter Soldier is <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about. Sorry,
0: sorry. Digressing. <laughs>
1: Let's, let's, let's touch on Agent 13, Sharon Carter, Power Broker, and that whole issue with Batroc, and kind of the Flag Smasher part, where those all are connected in this episode.
0: Right, so she, what does she, what does she do? She call. tell me what happens. Exactly. She
1: calls and seems like is asking for a There's a lot of favors in this episode. Bucky asks for a favor from Wakanda to get the suit, what we believe is the suit. To Sam. Sam is a favor of the whole town. And uh, Power Broker asks a favor of a French person who we assume is Batrock, because it's the only French character in the show. And,
0: and what does she ask him to do?
1: We don't see that. They says okay. something like, If it weren't for me, you'd still be in an Argentinian prison, which I imagine is where he goes after the beginning action sequence in episode one.
0: Is that, is that Tunisia? Is that what's is that what happens in Tunisia? Is Tunisia when they kill the scientist? No, that's
1: Madrapor.
0: That's mad that's right, Madrapour. So what is Tunisia? Is Tunisia the opening thing? I don't remember Tunisia's involved. <laughs> okay. You're looking at me like I'm an idiot. So it was either like it could, I, your your look was either one, how could you not know what happened in Tunisia? Or two, what it actually was like, what are you talking about Tunisia for? <laughs> the article
1: that I mean I, read I know that. there was a country in the first episode that like <laughs> They could. They're trying not to get in the airspace of that. Could have been Tunisia.
0: Okay. All right. One of the recaps I read said something about blah blah blah. Clearly, the word Tunisia was in there, and I'm aware of that as a country, but I didn't know what happened there as far as the MCU goes on. Uh, but maybe it's not important. I've just wasted another 30 seconds.
1: Okay. But and then uh and then we see Batroc show up to the Flag Smashers with a a box. Right? Do we know what he brings to the Flag Smashers?
0: I don't think we do. A lot of boxes that aren't open <laughs> right. too. These people must be uh, much more patient than I am around Christmas when I just would open something. Uh, What do you think's in the box? What's in the box?
1: Maybe more Super Soldier
0: Serum? I mean, that's got to be what it is, right? We
1: we asked this question to ourselves um, uh, last night, and that is, what do we think is the Power Broker's endgame?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I really... We, we we're giving nothing. First of all, we they haven't really told us for sure that Agent Thirteen is power broker. But I, I feel like it can't
1: be anyone else. I agree. Though.
0: So we almost have to approach it from almost have to approach it from the the idea of what would Agent Thirteen's end game be on this? Like maybe would,
1: revenge on Bucky, but also I feel like. If she's the power broker, she also might want the Super Soldier Serum back, or at least to get revenge on the Flag Smashers for stealing her yeah. Super Soldier Serum.
0: Yeah, I really do wonder what what's going, what it was, what's going on with that. Um, yeah, so that seems I, like so. Is Batrock gonna double cross the
1: Flag Smashers? Yeah, we'll see. I feel like he's got to be a double agent for, for power,
0: power Broker. broker right.
1: If Power broker's one, or is Power Broker working together with the Flag Smashers? Yeah, we'll find out. All that's left to be seen in the one
0: episode that we have left. What do you think, hearkening uh, back to the scene with the family and uh, U.S. agent? With the Hoskins family. Right, so just like there was that similar cool moment with the daughter kind of showing that she's not fully buying it, there is also a cool moment with, I guess, Carly Morgenthau's you know, number two right now, uh, it, it looked to me like he was questioning the whole like now we're gonna go to war kind of thing in that speech like in the park. Yes, it did. Did you you, you and, saw that
1: too? And he is also the person where she who saw her like set fire to the building with people in it.
0: So that's the same guy who said like yeah there's still there's still people in there. What are we doing? Yes. So I figured that's like can't be in there for nothing, right? I mean it could be just a layer, but sure maybe that's what's going to happen in the next episode too. Is like he's gonna you know actively work to undermine the violence that was a cool scene though when they all kind of came over uh
1: he's gonna call uh bucky or uh sam with the phone number machine that carly used to get (laughs) sam's sister's (laughs) phone number
0: that's right or he's gonna go visit zemo in the uh the underwater prison thingy possible that could be uh anyway i like they learned their lesson about allowing
1: visitors though what's that i feel like they learned their lesson (laughs) Yeah,
0: probably so
1: i guess i guess maybe the the, they don't know that bucky's the one that broke them out well clearly the u.s agent did but i don't know it's unclear i wish honestly this is a general marvel statement i want to show that's from the normal person's point of view because really we do not know how much the normal the everyday human knows about the events of the avengers
0: What do you, by the Avengers, and are and referring to a movie or like the end game? I, I'm referring to the
1: whole like Marvel Universe Bang! Like we know that Bucky broke Zemo out, but like does the average person know that Bucky is the person
0: that broke Zemo out? I'm not even sure the average person knows Zemo's out.
1: That's true. And I guess that's kind of what the thing I mean is how much do normal people know about the events of the marvel universe
0: yeah that that i don't know that's a good that's a good question they've given us little teases and hints sometimes like when we're at the like there'll be like a news report on tv or something like that that'll provide some context um but yeah i don't know i'm i'm, I'm kind of glad they're not focusing on it too much at oh least yeah though. no but I, I it was enough for me to have like her send out that signal and everybody be like oh hey i guess we're having a meetup at brian park and let's go talk <laughs> in the same article that I read, the recap thing was uh, like, what is just just a couple of people just came up and be like, hey, what's up? What's going on? What are we all doing over here? <laughs> you know, like we we're having a picnic. You know? Planning like, any terrorist attacks? You going to see any shows? <laughs> Broadway shows? Um, so anyway, I thought that was cool.
1: And we see in near to the final scene, that's the final scene is opening the box, but we don't get to see what it is. Bye. Is the meeting of the senators. They're voting on who I guess it's not just senators. It's voting in the Global Repatriation Council, voting on sending all these refugees back to their home countries.
0: Oh yeah, that's very topical too, right now. Yes. Um Yeah, that's that's the whole the Global Repatriation Council kind of random bureaucracy thing that we don't really know about yes. much. Uh yeah. That's a good question, and that's the article I read. That, that's to say, that same anonymous government official, like, is in both of those. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. What do you th- So they are they gonna disrupt th- the vote? Is that working? Which is also or which is very January sixth, this country. You know, don't let them vote to certify the election.
1: Um. Yeah, but they, they, we see all the lights go out, and the person that's there say, "One world, one people." we don't really know what happens next. I imagine we'll see what happens next. Yeah. So I imagine Sam and Bucky in the next episode, I imagine that Sam and Bucky will go to New York. Once we see that this is happening and I obviously the flag will already be there. I imagine U.S. Agent will see what's happening and also go there and we'll have a meetup of all our, all our characters and we'll do our nice little final Marvel showdown.
0: That, that could be it. And if it's done well, we'll be, I think that will be very satisfying. Uh, conclusion you know, episode yeah
1: and then maybe afterward bucky's got to talk to the asian dad
0: yeah that's got to wind us up that's got to be the end of his arc on that but what was his line and talking about his point i thought the book would help him find closure yeah and sam is encouraging him to do look, the work and like help the people that he's hurt i kind of like
1: instead it. of getting revenge on the people that he helped say it again so right now his book, as we see in the first episode, is he's, I mean, he gets the per- the politician that he helped get in power arrested. So I feel like he's more so been hurting the people that he helped, but now gotcha. he's going to help the people that he hurt.
0: Right. I like the fact that that scene, I thought that was great. They like
1: it, it when he switched the words
0: around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, well played, sir. Um, I like that we got to see Sam doing what we saw Sam doing when we first meet Sam, when um, the Captain America. Was it? Which was that? Was that? Was that Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah. He's like you know he has these counseling skills. You know he was a military guy, but he also was a like a you know a therapist type, and he was giving. Bucky great therapy advice right there. That was kind of
1: cool. what I didn't even think about is going back to Endgame. We see Captain America doing that same thing after uh-huh. Sam's dad. I didn't even make that connection. Yeah. When originally watching Avengers Endgame. Boom. Works on so many levels. Yeah. I, that's not even levels, it just character consistency.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and theme and yeah, yeah that's good stuff. Uh, so any predictions? So, I mean you just made some, but like where what is the state of the major players of the MCU that are in this show by the end of the series, do you think? I don't know. Again, thinking about the upcoming
1: slate, I don't see really too much of a place for Falcon or Bucky, at least coming up in the next couple of years.
0: But don't you think Falcon is going to be fully embraced as Captain America? Oh, definitely. Okay. What is... So that? that's kind of along the lines of what I'm asking. What what about Bucky?
1: Makes amends
0: keeps keeps trying to make amends, but this time in the right way. Okay, like is he going to go like open a bar or sell insurance, or he'll have the moment with the the, the Chinese dad, right? The Asian dad. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess, could we, be Ch- I guess we don't
1: know. It could be Chinese. I don't know. I don't know why I felt the need to correct you on that.
0: Well, no, because I was making you know I I don't remember if they you know said what nationality he was. Um, well, yeah. So the Asian dad does he? I wonder if will he go like work for the government or? Are the, there's a new Avengers too. At some point, does is Bucky is Winter Soldier part of the new Avengers in the comics?
1: I don't know. Okay, there's, they're also setting up a young Avengers, possibly. Yeah, he's he's too old for. You. Well, yeah, I know. But I was thinking like maybe the the assistant to the uh to uh, Elijah. Nope. is it Isaiah? The assistant to Isaiah. To be a member of the Young Avengers. I think maybe he is in the comics.
0: You I mean Isaiah the Black Super Soldier? Yeah. So what does he go on to be?
1: No, he's not going on to be anything, but the person who works with him could <laughs> oh, go on to like be a member of Oh, his nephew to... or grandson. Yeah.
0: Okay, I hear that. Uh, all right, so you think Isaiah's probably done for MCU. Uh, we know that uh, Julie Dewey's Dreyfus' character goes on.
1: We don't, we don't know that she goes on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Well, I do, because I read an article.
1: <laughs> oh, what did the article say?
0: Because she, she was supposed to be debuted in the Black Widow movie. So we'll get I, to see her in that. Oh, wow.
1: And yeah, I did hear that. that that's why they kind of delayed Falcon, because Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first one. That's why they delayed it, so it'd be more in time with
0: Black Widow. Okay. Um. Anyway, so I think that's, uh, yeah, I'll be very curious to see where we end up. And we have one more episode to go. Is the USA agent going to be working with her?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. The card had nothing on it. I don't know how they contact
0: her again. I'm sure she contacts them. Yeah, he, of course. She, like, she's, he's got to be working. Yeah, that's, I can't believe we didn't say that earlier when we were talking about him. Yeah, that's what's totally going to happen, right? Yeah. He's valuable. He's got the serum, and he's can go destroy things. I doubt he
1: will. But I hope he makes it out of the show and continues to be involved in the Marvel universe.
0: I hope so too. Yeah, I w- wouldn't see why he wouldn't. You know, interesting character. But look,
1: yeah, let's. I want to hear your opinions on that. What what characters from this show do you think continue to be involved in the Marvel universe?
0: So I think, uh, I think uh, Sam is Captain America. Bucky is Winter Soldier. I think they go on. I think obviously the the whatever Countess goes on i would love to when see they
1: say she was a countess and is that me that's her Mrs. long
0: long her long count contessa which i think is an italian word for countess ah. contessa valentina allegra de fontaine um is her name so i think contessa and countess are the same thing but i could be wrong with that um so i think she goes on i think the what kind of folks obviously will go on um yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably. I guess that's probably it for the major, the major folks.
1: And then the hex ends up introducing mutants into the MCU.
0: Oh, that's right. We did think that was going to happen, right?
1: I did. I don't know if you did.
0: Yeah, I'm not even sure what the hex is. So.
1: the hex is the the thingy.
0: Oh yeah, the, thing. the
1: hexagon, <laughs> and the the, the the covers Westview and Wandavision.
0: I got. Oh, that's oh yes, that's right. Um. So, anyways, but we're running against time. Uh, so we we'll probably should wrap it up fairly soon, uh, but I'm curious. I, I'm just curious. I'll be I'll be exciting exciting to see who is set up for future stuff. That's for sure.
1: Just uh, just one last thing, and I know we don't know what's going to happen next episode. But you have any predictions or any thoughts about what the in credit scene will be?
0: That's a great question. Um, I don't know. I feel like. Remind me what the end credit scenes were with WandaVision and how what they were setting up something with, remind me what they were.
1: Uh, it was um, the reveal when the FBI agents was a scroll and it was going to take a Monica up to space and that. And then we have crazy astral projecting Scarlet Witch trying to get oh, her kids that's back. Right. I mean, I think, I think what I said earlier, and I think it's right, is that there's one usually, I guess well, it, this wasn't the case for WandaVision one comedic one and one set one. I guess the comedic one is still set-up, but one more comedic one and one more dramatic one.
0: Right. So it feels like, too, well, they might do something to put a coda on the end of this TV series and then also, with another one, project future into the thing. I wonder if we'll see something with Julia Louis-Dreyfus because she's in Black Widow and that's coming up. So maybe some kind of, like... Almost like a scene like we just saw of her in this episode of like going out and talking to someone and kind of manipulating scene. Oh, her and Baron Zemo. Maybe she breaks Baron Zemo out. I maybe don't I don't know why. By the way, <laughs> but that's, so that's my one prediction. I
1: think I think we're gonna hit one in credit scene with Zemo in the prism. Okay, and that maybe will be the one that ends up this show and then the setup one. I think you're right with Dreyfus.
0: That'd be. I mean, I, that'd be cool any other possibilities that are you would say like likely front runners or what would you like to see like what would get you excited about something th- in the future
1: i don't know saoirse ronan
0: <laughs> why saoirse ronan
1: because she's in black widow
0: i wish I, who does she
1: play her who does she play S- sister like non sister from
0: another mister <laughs> i gotcha uh the family they chose yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe that or, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, let's let's well, we'll try to try to make a note of what we actually predicted and see if we see how right or wrong we we turned out to be. Uh, is there anything else we want to say about this episode?
1: I don't think so.
0: Do you like it any better now that we've talked about it? Do you like it worse or? About I'm, I'm just, I think
1: I've liked it a little better now that we talked about I've enjoyed talking about it, but it's still it's not my favorite. It's in the Maybe in the middle of the rankings.
0: Be thinking, uh, and I guess we'll we'll talk about this next weekend, what your favorite is from the six. I'm curious. I think you.
1: it's definitely going to be episode four. I mean, spoilers for <laughs> the next <laughs> podcast.
0: Right. Uh, well, cool. Awesome. Well, uh, what are you reading these days?
1: I am in between the Kafka book. I need to do some more reading. And in between the Sandman books. All right, cool. cool what cool. are you currently setting your eyes atop.
0: I am setting my eyes atop the Angels game by Carlos Ruiz Zephon. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing Zephon right. There's an accent over the O. Um, you might know, because he's Spanish. So the accent goes like from top right to down left. Like diagonal. Does, what does that do to an O? I'm going to need to see it. Okay, well I don't want <laughs> I mean, I mean that. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do I'm just it drawing it. in the air, by the way, which is great for podcasts. Do like it you know. again. Do it again. Draw it again. I'm going to draw it like as if it's, y- like, you're looking at it. So it's an O, which, duh, you got that. So top right of the O, down to th- Oh, I have no
1: idea. Like a slash through the O?
0: No, it's not. It's above. It's an exit mark above the O. But it goes... So know. just a normal X mark? Well, ex- Well, in France, you have accent aigu and accent something else. And one goes top right to bottom left and one goes the opposite. Top left...
1: Let's, let's, let's stop talking about this. I don't want to reveal the audience how little I know about <laughs> Spanish. Of,
0: all right, so I'm reading... By Mr. Zephon, I'm, that's what... He, it's a really good book so far. I'm reading that and I'm reading a, a craft book too, uh, like a writing craft book as part of the uh, the MFA program. and uh, Craft in the Real World as the name of it. It's cool so far because... It kind of talks about MFA programs and writing workshops in general, uh, approaching them from a, a not just a uh, a white uh, Anglo-Saxon kind of point of view. It talks about how all of these choices that, I guess, the dominant culture, like you don't even really think about, but yet it's really a choice. And so it's, it's pretty fascinating so far, uh, thinking of things from different perspectives, you know. Um, Which is which makes sense, especially in this kind of you know indigenous program that I've been. It's really fun. So I'm reading both of those, and they're both pretty great. All right, that sounds good. Cool. So we'll be back next week with the final. uh, With
1: the the final Falcon: The Winter Soldier. We don't know what's next, right? Loki. I think it's Loki. But we have like a month in between.
0: What are we to do? I know. we'll We'll also be back soon with Oscar
1: predictions. Yes, with our huge Oscar prediction video and then we which will be filled it seems with lots of well we didn't see that movie <laughs> yeah.
0: and by video we mean audio <laughs> did, I, did I say video <laughs> you did. Huh. Audio. But, so we'll be back with that and then after the Oscars we should know we we'll probably go we'll probably have an episode where we talk about the Oscars too and that'll be that'll be fun also right uh yes um
1: else did you get that Snyder Cup podcast out?
0: I'm almost done with it. I had to <laughs> I've had to recut it like 3 different times because of
1: user error. The Snyder Cup podcast me. will be coming out soon. You missed it. I've I and I, by the way, by the time we <laughs> since we recorded the Snyder Cup podcast until now Two episodes of the Comics Canon have come out.
0: Uh, All right, all right, all right. They are great. They are better. The Comics Canon people are awesome. They get their stuff out on time like they should. And one day I'm gonna be like them. Uh that's what I'm doing the rest of the day is reading that craft book and working on that Snyder Cut podcast. What I'll be doing for the rest of the day is nothing. (laughs) That's not true. At any rate, uh thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the podcast. We have some fun ones coming up. Uh, until we meet again bye thank you for listening to the Owls on Culture podcast our theme music was recorded and assembled by Marine Sersier and Antoine the show is produced by Pinecone Turkey to learn more about Pinecone Turkey visit PineconeTurkey.com where you can read the latest blog posts from the Owls on Culture hosts and sign up for The Flock email a twice a month newsletter that delivers a short film, poetry short story and visual art Right to your inbox it's your monthly dose of art curated by pinecone turkey if you'd like to support the podcast you can do so by leaving us a rating on itunes thanks for listening